Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I say that a lot, I realize, because I'm that unconfident that you don't know what the fuck I'm saying. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The B U D podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butley, butley. The B U D podcast, podcast, it's a podcast. Long time no listen, huh? Huh? It's me, your favorite, your favorite bud coming at you live. Well, not live. You know what? You know what I mean. I'm not coming at you live, but I'm live to me. But it's not live to you. But you're listening for the. Okay, you know whatever. Is it weird that I still get nervous to do these? And then after like a minute in, I'm fine. But for the first like 30 seconds, I'm nervous. Does that come off to you guys? Well, probably. I mean, now that I'm telling you within the first 30 seconds, that I'm sure it does come off to you. But huh. And it's weird because I I think about, you know, doing stand up again, because I'm going to start doing stand up again this week, actually, which is really fucking exciting. Very ready to get back on stage. Um, I get so nervous before I get on stage for stand up that I like black out and I can't see or hear anything really. Like all I'm listening for is my name. And then once I hear Alexa, then I know to go on stage. But it literally feels like I'm going to shit my pants. And then they're going to call me on stage and my shit's going to be on the floor and I won't be able to clean it up in time. And someone else is going to have to clean up my poop. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like before I go on stage. I remember the first time I went on stage, I couldn't tell you any of the conversations that I had three hours prior to me going on stage because every conversation I had, it was like I was just looking straight through them. Nothing. Got nothing going on up there. And I wonder if that will ever go away because that same feeling followed me even like seven months into doing stand up. Like it never really left. It always feels like that. And so then I got prescribed um, propylenopolis. It's like an anti-anxiety medication that you just take as needed. And so I tried that out for a little bit. But I didn't want it to phase, you know, my performance. Did I say that right? I didn't want it to interfere with my performance on stage. I was really worried about that. So I only tried it a couple times and I still felt like I was going to shit my pants. So I don't know if it really worked. What it's supposed to do is like slow your heart rate down so that it's not beating out of your chest. But it doesn't even necessarily feel like my heart is beating fast. It feels like my brain is beating fast. Does that make sense? If anybody has anxiety, you probably know what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, I mean, sometimes every once in a while I'll get like to where I'm like, oh, fuck. And I get like short of breath. But, but this type of anxiety is it literally, yeah, it feels like my brain is beating fast. But also very slow. Who knows what the fuck I'm saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying. So I had a little test this week uh, and something in the universe just wanted to fucking tempt me. Just wanted to just wanted to put something in my little lap to tempt me. I did. I went running for my first time outside. I run every day on a treadmill and I fucking hate treadmills. If you've listened to this before, you know, I fucking hate working out. 
but in cold ass Michigan, there's not really much else you can do besides work out indoors, unfortunately. Um, so it's been really, really nice out lately here in, in the mitten. And so I've been running, getting some jogging in, um, ran outside for my first time. I'd ran there's so there's a, there's a trail through my village. It's a really nice new trail. So I was running on that for a while, but I don't like just turning around and going back through. So I decided to run on the main road. And as I'm running, um, I, you know, if I see big pieces of trash, I'll pick them up because especially if I'm like close to my car, cause I can just dispose of them. And I saw a pack of cigarettes laying on the ground and I had assumed as one would that the pack was empty, but it was not empty. Now I know what you're thinking. You're like, Oh no, there was like, there was a Lucy in there. There was one or two cigs. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, the cellophane was still on the outside of it, which means this was an unopened pack of cigarettes. And not only that, but they were menthols. I smoked menthols. Out on just a main road, just sitting on the side of the fucking road, a full pack of unopened cigarettes. Now, before I even knew that they were unopened or there was anything in them, I picked them up because I just thought it was trash. Trash. I thought it was trash. It was not trash. I picked it up and then I was like, this feels a little heavy. And I'm huffing and puffing and running and buffing. And then I looked down and I, that's when I saw the plastic was still on it. A fully unopened pack. So I went to go see my friend, my friend Erica after that. And she doesn't smoke. But I went to see her and I was like, fuck. Here's a pack of unopened, unopened cigarettes. This is what I found. And I had half a mind to not say anything because I was like, well, maybe I'll want to smoke these at some point. Or like, maybe I'll just keep them on me in case I'm like drinking or get high and I want and I really want a cigarette. But then I thought to myself that if I do that, I will smoke them all in a matter of a week. I know me. So I decided to tell her about it. And she said, hey, that's what my sister Casshole smokes. I've talked about Casshole before. I've talked about Erica before too. She was, she, Erica is the first, um, house that I got high at when I was in high school. Um, so that's how you can piece all that together. And Casshole is her little sister, and we were best friends in high school. And apparently, Casshole smokes that same that same type. So God bless you, Casshole. So if it weren't for you smoking that type of cigarette, I would probably I would probably be smoking those right now. So, and I still wonder. I'm like, when is the day going to come where I smoke a cigarette? I still fucking haven't, you guys. It's been three months cold turkey that's what a lot of people are surprised by when I tell them they're like you got cold turkey and I'm like yeah and also I'll finally be honest and open with you guys about how much I used to smoke it's gonna make you throw up maybe it won't I used to smoke at least a pack a day I'm gonna let that sink in at least a pack a day which means that some days I definitely smoked more than that depending on what I was doing if I was going for a hike, I wouldn't smoke as many because I was hiking for a lot of it. So I wouldn't really think about it. It's weird to think of my life now without cigarettes. I can't tell if I love it or I hate it. No, I'm much healthier. And also, I don't know if you remember this, but I was really nervous that my voice would sound different. And it does. It does sound different. And that's the saddest part about it all, other than the wonderful high you get from cigarettes. But my voice, it doesn't sound as cool and raspy, and I'm pissed about it. I'm pissed about it. Extra puh. I, I, was, I saw, like, videos on my Snapchat story from, like, a year ago, and I was like, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, my God, I sound so different. Maybe I do sound better now, though. 
I can't tell. It still fucking pisses me off though. I'm upset. I'm upset. It's fine though. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, I'm still, you know, you remember last, the last time I was by myself, I told you guys I wasn't going to be dating anyone and I'm still not, not even, I decided, I told you, I'm not even talking to anybody. Deleted all the apps. I did it. Took me a minute, but I did it. Kept thinking, keep thinking about how I want to redownload them, but I don't because I know what that's like and I know it's pointless. But what my parents think that that's code for is that they think that that's code for that I started dating women exclusively. And that's also not true. I'm not dating anybody. They just think that if I'm not getting the peen, then I must be getting the puss. I'm not. I'm not doing anybody. I'm doing myself and that's it. Learning how to love myself again. No, that's bullshit. I've always loved myself. Not in like a cocky asshole way and like a write out kind of way where it's like, you know, I think I'm great. I think I'm cool. I think I'm cool. I was going to say great, but that made me sound like an asshole. I think I'm, I think I'm a catch there. I said it. Okay. If you guys don't agree with me, then fuck off. No, you must think I'm a catch too. Cause you listen to me. You listen to the podcast. You must think I'm a catch too. <laughs> Speaking of, oh my gosh, this just popped into my head. Um, a few weeks ago, someone created a TikTok that's an Alexis Stanton comedy, um, fan account, which is pretty cool. They haven't posted anything, but that's okay. And then yesterday, I got a notification that there's an Alexa Stanton comedy um, fan Instagram page now that has a bunch of followers already. I don't really know how. Um, and there's a picture of me, and it just says Queen. <laughs> That'll boost your ego. That'll give you a big old dick. Uh huh. Queen. I think it's I think it's a child that created it, but that's okay. I'm cool with that. I'm so cool with that. And if you're listening to this, thank you. Which you should be if you're a fan. You know, if you'd like me enough to have a fan page, you can listen to me every week, baby. You listen to me every week. Thank you. I just want to say that. Yeah, it made me feel pretty cool. I told my parents about it immediately, and they said that... Um, stop lying to us. We know that you created it. And I just want to say that I didn't, I didn't make the, I didn't make the the page. It was, it was already, it was already there and I didn't make it. And I know that my parents still don't believe me. That's okay. No, they're fine. They actually, big news in the old Stanton homestead, they just bought land. Woo! Some exciting shit. Um, yeah, my parents have been, I mean, they sold their house, you know, um, if you're a listener to the Budcast or you watch Barefoot and Pregnant, you know that the house was sold. That wasn't just for the show. That really happened. Um, so yeah, so the house is sold and lived in a new house now. We're just renting. Um, and they just bought land for the first time, which is so freaking cool. It's 15 acres. It's on a lake, which is my dad's dream. I think that he was getting wet when he just saw the fucking land posting. And then as soon as they like went and looked at it and they accepted the offer, that's when he definitely ejaculated for sure, dude. Very stoked about this land. Um, my mom's really excited about it too, but like my dad, the, with the hunting land and fishing, fishing, I was going to say fishing land, but I'm just going to say lake because that's probably the right terms for it. Yeah, he's super stoked about it, and I'm very excited for them. Um, they're going to build their dream home, which is dope, <laughs> and they're really trying to get me to stick around, and they want to build a studio apartment in the top of their garage for me, which is sweet, but, you know, living with your parents. It's sweet of them. 
I really appreciate it. Really lucky. I am. I'm very thankful. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. You know what I'm trying to say. I love them to death. I'm very thankful, but it is, it is hard living with your parents after you live down your own for a long time. Um, you're just not really used to it again. And I love them. Can't say that enough, but uh, yeah, privacy's, privacy's nice. Privacy's, uh, it's nice. Hmm. But yeah, so we'll see if I get a studio apartment in their land. No, they keep saying, it's funny because my parents keep saying that, um, it's going to be great for the grandkids. It's going to be a lot of fun for the grandkids. And I'm like, well, when is, when are we thinking Sawyer's going to have kids? Because I'm not ready for kids. <laughs> and we all joke about that, that like Sawyer will have kids before I will. Um, and the more I say it, the more I think it's going to be true. Uh, especially now that I'm not fucking anybody. Okay. Not that I was before, but like, now I'm really not. Now I'm not even trying. But yeah, it's been super sunny out. So the lake that my parents are living on, it's actually a no wake lake. Um, so if anybody listening doesn't know what that is, which I know what you're thinking, especially if you're in Michigan, you're like, what the fuck you mean? Who doesn't know what that is? I've never, I never heard that term out in Washington when I lived there. So there are people that don't know what that means. So no wake lake means that you can't have a motor on it. Um, you can have like a trolling motor, but you can't have like a big motor. Does that sound like a motor? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I say that a lot, I realize, because I'm that unconfident that you don't know what the fuck I'm saying. That's what that means. That's what that is code word for, is that I don't think that you know what I mean. Just so you know. It's not that I think you're dumb. It's just that I think I'm dumb sometimes, and I, you know, anyhow. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So, it's a no-wake lake, which means that the boat that my dad has currently uh, can't go on the lake. So, it is currently for sale. Um, put it out by the road a few days ago. It's been really nice out, like I said. It's been, like, in the mid-60s for a couple days, which is, like, I've worn shorts outside for a couple days. Been playing hoop, been shooting hoops with the with the bro for the past couple days. Now it's cold as fuck again. It's 28 today, but that's fine. Uh, so selling the boat and yesterday my dad was like hey do you want to come with me to go look at this uh, other boat and of course my mom's like you haven't even sold your first boat yet like what are you doing um granted this is a little a little little tiny boat with no motor um and it fits two people and uh so we went to go look at it and my dad liked it so he bought it and we have it's funny because he the first boat that he has, it's definitely a unique boat, um, and so is this one. And my dad has now nicknamed it the Shit Shaker. So, little Shit Shaker. Just got to paint her up brown. Maybe I'll paint on the side of it, Shit Shaker. Um, man, the people that live on this lake, this tiny little no-wake lake, are going to fucking love us. <laughs> especially um if i come and film any comedy stuff there like they're gonna yeah they're gonna really love us it's gonna be great it's gonna be really great um yes a little shit shaker maybe get a little salt and pepper shaker that's maybe that's what i'll call me and my dad a salt and pepper on the shit shaker salt and pepper on the shit shaker that's cool i'll run it by him i'll see what he thinks maybe he'll like it maybe he won't who knows um, so I haven't talked about this in a while, but I've still been having like the most insane fucking dreams lately. And I don't, I don't even know what to think of them. I really don't. Um, so I figured I'd tell you about the one that I had a few, this was actually a couple weeks ago, but I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. Um, and I really want to, because it's really, this is probably one of the funniest dreams that I've had in a while. 
Um, so as you know, uh, my character on Barefoot and Pregnant can play the spoons, and I wrote a song about it. Um, how I learned how to play the spoons in middle school. And that song is true. The song is very true. I learned how to play the spoons in middle school. And I actually, I follow the guy on TikTok that taught, that came to our school and taught us how to play the spoons. I say us cause he taught the whole school, but, um, I'm the only one that really took the bait and paid attention apparently. So he came, taught us how to play the spoons. I'm the one that bought the fucking the movie and learned how to play myself. And so this has to do with my dream. Okay. So. I was working in a hip clothing store and I was running it one night by myself. I let these three guys come in when we were closed. I didn't know who was into me, but one of them was and one of them left their number for me. They took a video of me playing the spoons. (laughs) So the next day we had a big event at my work and a lot of people were there and we were all drinking champagne and shopping and I was just mingling, you know. I found two posters, a Lady Gaga poster and a Madonna one, and I kept thinking about how I wanted to paste them together, back to back. I wanted to paste them together. The same guy came in that gave me his number, and he went up to the counter, and I was watching him, and he kept looking around for me, and he put a pair of spoons on the counter because he wanted to buy them. (laughs) I said hi to him, and he said hi to me. We watched it. He texted me of the video of me playing the spoons. And I see and in my head now I'm looking back on it. I'm like, I thought they were probably making fun of me. But no, he apparently really liked the spoons. I said hi to him. And the owner got really, really pissed at me. And she said, really? This young? Because all these guys were 22. I thought that was very weird because she was in her 40s and 50, 40s or 50s. And she was dating a 20 something year old. OK, so that was my first dream. I'm also, so how I read, how I'm reading them out to you, it's exactly how I type them into my phone at like three in the morning, five in the morning, seven in the morning, whenever I wake up and remember my dream. So that's exactly how I'm typing it out to, to tell you. Okay. So this was the second dream I had that night. I had moved into a new place with Bud. My Bud is, um, if you don't know, she's my old roommate, um, lover, Budley, Budifer, Bud. I moved out of a new place with Bud. So we were, we were in the process of leaving. She was wearing a really cool leather jacket and we were about to go to school. We took a picture in front of the Stanton sign that was in our apartment before we left. I don't have a Stanton sign. We had one at our old house. Me and my family did, but not, no, not me and me and Bud didn't have a Stanton sign. She, her last name is not Stanton. I looked at her and I said, what if we never live together again? I told her that if she marries her boyfriend, that we probably wouldn't. I asked Bud if she saw what happened in Texas with the big traffic accidents. Okay, side note. I'm having a lot of side notes. I hope you guys can follow along. When Texas was going through that awful fucking ice storm, snowstorm, um, all of that shit, did you guys hear about the like 150 car pileup um, of all these trucks and semis and cars that didn't see the ice and were just ramming into one another? Okay, this is like the day after, two day, two, two days after that or so. I asked Bud in my dream, I said, did you see what happened in Texas with all the big traffic accidents? And she said that she hadn't. So I was telling her about it um, as we're walking to go and pick up the semi that I was about to drive. If you've seen any of these videos, it's like semis crashing into cars and like fucking them up, like yeeting trucks over, over the edge into the other fucking lanes. What's it called? The median, if you will, over the median into the other fucking lane. 
So I asked her, or so I was picking up a, a semi. We went to go meet my dad and I had to drive this semi through the busy streets of a city. The city was really hilly. Okay. So I think it might've been Seattle or maybe San Francisco. The weird thing was that we were all in my car behind the semi, but I was driving the semi from my car using a keyboard. (laughs) I kept fucking it up and I couldn't make turns because I was taking them too wide and my dad kept getting really mad at me. We did a roundabout in a gas station and I accidentally pressed go instead of stop and we lost sight of the semi. Okay, so semi is now gone. We start freaking out and we went speeding around the gas station. And then next thing I know, we're not in my car anymore and we're sprinting to go chase my semi. I run around the corner and that's when I catch sight of my dad. My dad was a lot faster than we were in my dream. He's also a lot faster than me in person. I'm a very slow runner. Um, so he, I r- round the corner and I see my dad running and he's chasing a garbage truck. Okay. And there's a big giant garbage bag that falls out of the garbage truck that's going uphill. And my dad comes in, swoops the garbage bag like a hero. But my dad's a small man, if you don't know, and he can't quite lift the garbage bag into the truck himself. So what he does is he gets on his back. Let me see. This is exactly what I wrote. He gets he gets on the ground on his back with his feet up with the garbage bag on his feet. And he hoist kicks the garbage bag into the truck. I'm trying to paint a visual for you. So imagine laying on your back and putting like your arms up behind you like you're going to do like you're going to do like a back bend. Okay, he does that. But he does the thing where you like you fall back on your on your arms and you kick your legs up and you like you kick your, your feet up. And like, almost like you're about to have whip flash or something. Okay. So he does that with the garbage bag on his feet and he like jump hoist kicks the garbage bag into the air, gets back into the garbage truck. And finally I catch up with my dad and I look at him and I go, wow, you're a real people's people. What the fuck? Like he's running for mayor or something. Oh man, you're a real, you're a real people of the people. Huh? How about that, dad? How about that? You're real people's people. We made it back to mine and Bud's apartment and Bud had to leave to go to school. So I asked her if I could use her keys because I forgot mine. I'm notorious for leaving my shit places. Actually, not my keys so much anymore. I'm going to knock on wood because I haven't lately. But, you know, when I say shit like that, put it out in the universe. That's when it happens to me. Um, she gave me her keys and I opened up the door and she was late for school. So she went running away and that's when I found my keys that were hanging out of my pocket. Me and my dad went up to my apartment and he said that he thought something was wrong with mom and that he thought that she was sick. I said, why would you think that? And he said that when he texted her this morning, she just said, Hey, not the usual. Hi baby. And I looked at him and I said, gross. And then I woke up. I'm a big like I like to look into my dreams and figure out like okay like why what what is what's happening you know like what why why am I having this dream no idea okay so now here's another dream that I had I I've also this is another weird thing I've had dreams of where I'm moving a lot lately and I've also had dreams where I'm hooking up with a dude that has a girlfriend or a wife like a dude that's cheating on someone I'm not I just want to say that you guys know I'm not fucking anybody but like why do I keep having dreams about that and it's not even like I'm interested in anyone that is in a relationship but I don't know why I keep thinking about that but it's freaking me out 
So moving on. I was having this dream where I was hanging out with, she was like my friend and her husband or boyfriend. And then me and the husband leave and we start hooking up in his car. And then I'm like, yo, we can't do this anymore. I need a cigarette. And then I had a flashback in my dream where the last time we hooked up is when I had my first cigarette since I quit. Which is also weird that I'm dreaming in my dreams that I quit smoking cigarettes. So then we leave and I'd make him go and take me to go get a pack of cigarettes. So I get a pack of cigarettes and it's winter time and it's very icy and there's a snowstorm and I'm riding on a lawnmower, a zero turn lawnmower through the streets of Lake Edessa, through the back streets of Lake Edessa, riding on my lawnmower. Okay. And I run into, fuck, what's his name? So then I found it because it's in my recent recent looks. So as I'm riding my streets through the lawnmower, this man with white hair comes skating on, on ice skates with a hockey stick towards me like, and that's when he stopped all cool. And that's when I realized it was Sam Elliott, the man with the mustache and the iconic smirk, if you will. And he said, be careful. These streets are really icy. Don't want you to fall. Also, my wife's coming up the way. Make sure she doesn't hit you or headlights out. I said, thanks, Sam. And he skated away from me. And then sure as shit, here comes his wife in a Jeep. Comes pulling up to me and I, I got up on the grass, looked out for her. I don't know how my lawnmower is able to ride on the icy streets, but it is. So then I get off the lawnmower and I go to the park in town and then I light a cigarette. That and the ice skating sound sound very familiar, not to be confused with that. And I light a cigarette and I take my first drag and it's so fucking good. And then all of a sudden, all these people started popping up from my hometown, all these people I went to high school with. And I'm trying to hide my cigarette, so I start trying to put it out. And then I saw this bitch that I really fucking hated in high school and she popped up and then I screamed. I was like, I gotta get the fuck home. And then I woke up. So now I'm getting celebrity guest appearances in my dreams. Sam Elliott. Why him? Why was it him? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. My brain is fucked up. Like I truly, I truly think there's something wrong with my, no, I don't think there's something wrong with my brain, but I'm always trying to read into dreams and it's so hard when it's always so crazy like that. So the last dream that I had, it started off like I was on a plane and then um, I got like rode on the plane, got off the plane, started working on a stripper bus. It was like a bus that was also a bar that was a strip club. And I was working. I was serving. I wasn't stripping. I was serving. I was wearing very little clothes. I had a banging fucking body. Um, so maybe that's some keys to the future. Not that I don't have a banging body now, but you know what I'm saying? Like I was fucking ripped. I was toned. And I think I had bigger titties then than I do now. Because now I'm definitely a part of the itty bitty titty committee. And that's okay. You know, you can't win them all. Also, I have a little butt, too. Hey, you really can't win them all. Hey, and if you're me, you can't win anything, okay? Hey, I have a nice smile, and I got pretty eyes. Okay, so I'm working on a stripper bus club, whatever, and then uh, my friend, I had, couldn't find my bathing suit, so I went into her room on the bus, and I got, um, I, got my, I got a bathing suit from her, and she started telling me how people get really, really scared to work out in the desert because what if you have to kill someone to fend for yourself? And then she started telling me about this girl we went to high school with and she pulled out her phone and started showing me her Instagram and she started showing me all these posts about how she hit her head on a rock and lost half of her memory when she went hiking in the desert last year. What the fuck? 
And I'd heard things before that say like, it's really hard for people to dream about phones in dream. Like you don't see phones in dreams a lot, but I've been dreaming a lot lately where phones are coming up in my dreams and I'm like looking at a phone and looking through Instagram or Tinder, whatever the fuck. And so I, I Google it when I woke up and I was like, why can't like, do people see phones in their dreams? And it says like, 3% of women see phones in their dreams and only 2% of men see phones in their dreams. But the weird thing is that um, it's more common to see a phone in your dream than an airplane. Airplanes, only like less than 1% of people see airplanes in their dreams. I fucking saw an airplane. I was riding on an airplane and I was using a phone all in the same dream. Isn't that kind of crazy? I don't know what I could do with that information. But isn't that crazy? And it also says that typically when people dream of phones, they're trying to get in contact with a lost, like a loved one that has passed away. And I looked it up in the morning. The girl that I had a dream about that bonked her head, um, she's very much still alive. So I don't know. I'll keep you updated on my dreams, though. I know that was kind of long. I hope you stuck with me and I hope you got as much enjoyment out of those as I do. Um, Because they're just like the dreams are fucking crazy. And I don't know what they mean. And I want to know what they mean. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll never know. Boom. All right, now let's get into the news segment of the week, baby. Um, first, this is some local news. One of the very first news segments, Budcast news segments that I did, I talked about how like cows and ostriches were out and about running around and like how every there was a news seg- article on it. And I'm like, that's not that crazy. Like that shit happens all the time around here. And I will say this, my dad gave me shit and he's like, you make it sound like we live in a fucking podunk town, like they're just animals running loose everywhere. And I'm like, I didn't say that. I just meant that it's happened before. He's like, yeah, but it's not that common. Guess what happened this week? A fucking cow was walking through the streets of Lake Edessa. Yeah, that's right. A cow had ran loose. And I still don't know if it was found, but it was running through the streets of Lake Edessa. So don't tell me it's not common when it just fucking happened. My mom literally sent me a Facebook post from someone that posted in Lake Edessa Community Connection that said, anyone else see the cow running by the lake? I hope it gets caught and is safe. I'm wondering whose fucking cow it is. Where'd it come from? Where'd it go? Where'd it come from? Cotton eye fucking cow. Huh? So yeah. So it is, it is more common than you think, dad. Asshole. So running into the other news segments, though, um, this one kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> uh, a sperm bank in space. Scientists consider building ARC on the moon to store 6.7 million sperm specimens. 6.7 million sperm specimens. Why? So I started reading about it and not just sperm, but ovas, too. So they could potentially recreate an entire like human race up there. And now if this doesn't get you fucking thinking about like, why are they trying to do this? What's the rush of that? What's going to happen to earth? What's going on? What's going on that people aren't telling us? The scientists aren't telling us and why aren't they telling us? So this is what they want to do. They want to preserve cells for not only humans, but animals. They're going to do this for animals too. So I'm wondering like, okay, are scientists sitting there being like, all right, Everybody on earth isn't taking us serious with this global warming shit. So let's just fucking let's move our own little spermy cells, little reproductive cells out to space and we can start our own fucking planet once we find one that has water and shit. Is that what they're doing? 
So what what they're going to do is they're placing all the, this fucking new age sperm bank beneath the moon's surface. And they want to place the reductive cell, repro- reductive, reproductive cells in what they're calling lunar pits, which is something that like it's where lava once traveled, I guess, or flowed billions of years ago on the moon. And so it made, I'm assuming, tiny little tunnels, little tiny, little tiny sperm tunnels, apparently. And what it'll do is it'll preserve different species if a global disaster would occur. It's like, well, if it would occur, okay, motherfuckers, if a global disaster is going to occur, sure, you'll have all these cells up there, but what are they going to do? Reproductive, reproduce on their own? No. What if, what if this global disaster you're speaking of wipes out the entire human race? You think some other dumb motherfucker, well, I guess some other smart motherfucker is going to come and just happen to look in these moon pits and be like, oh, what are these? Oh, I know what these are. These are sperm cells. What are you going to do? Label them in English? What, you think other people know English? We created this language. Other people don't know English. What are you going to do? Put it in Spanish? Other people don't know Spanish. What are you going to do? Put it in German? Maybe they'll know German. No. I I just, I have a lot of questions and it's freaking me out. As you can tell from my voice, probably like I'm getting freaked out just thinking about it. What's going on that we don't know? I don't know. You don't know. So yeah, I thought that was really creepy. And also I'm trying to get my fucking ovas, my avas, ovas up there. Because you know that they're going to want some funny little motherfuckers like me running around. Talkative little bitches. Oh, I found out my dad told me the other day because I said to him, because I was sitting there at the dinner table and I just so happened to put my feet up on the table. And he said, get your feet off the table. And I said, my feet aren't on the table. My leg is because it was just my calf. My feet were hovering. And he said, you want to know what you were like as a child? There it fucking is. And I thought to myself, I'm like, that's pretty fucking annoying. I was like, one of those like, well, technically it's not on the table. That was me. God, I was probably an asshole, a lovable asshole. You know what? I was a shit nugget. My dad's, my dad calls me that a lot now, but I think I've always been a shit nugget or a nugget of shit. I think it's very fitting to my name. Moving on to the next news segment. Um, there was a turkey that storms in and destroyed a dentist office in California. That's right. A turkey in California, California, which was known to hang out around the outside of the dentist office, decided, fuck this shit. I want to go and see what all these people are going in there for. I want to see what it's all about. Maybe he had a toothache. I don't know. The woman behind the front desk thought the bird was hit by a car and like flew into the building or that it was thrown into the building by something else or a person. I don't know why she'd think that, but that's like how hard it came crashing through the fucking window. It was stuck in the patient waiting office and which was empty then gosh, it was stuck in the, um, in the office and it clawed up and scratched the fuck out of the walls, scratched up everything. An animal expert said that, oh, whoopsies, an animal expert, um, said that maybe the bird saw its own reflection in the office window and got really pissed off and attacked it. Which would make sense because it is mating season for the birds. So that's why it was so aggressive. Turkeys are fucking dumb. 
So then the turkey, what I'm assuming, went up to the window and was like, oh, what the fuck is up, dude? And then the reflection was like, what the fuck is up, dude? And then the reflection was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And then the turkey's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And then it fucking fucked it up. Fucked up the reflection. And that had to be a shock once that turkey fucking crashed through that window. The sound, it's like, this is the craziest fucking turkey fight I've ever been in. This is quite the brawl. Until then, then to be like, where the fuck the turkey go? Where'd the turkey even go? So my heart goes out to the turkey or because it was mating season, maybe that turkey was gay and it was strutting up on itself. And then it went in for the kill, if you will, and busted through the glass. Maybe it came as it was busting through the glass. Who knows? Who knows? Not me. And that got me thinking about how. Okay, so this is people that are from here. that listen to this. You totally know what I mean um, or what I'm talking about. And you might even remember this. There is a day around here for um, deer season, and it's called opening day, and it's when you can go hunting for deer. We always had that day off uh, ever since I started going to school here, because I started going to school here in fifth grade. We always had that day off. Now, anybody who's not from around here would think, I'm sure, like, oh, of course, fucking, you know, you got to have your fucking deer day off. You got to have opening day off for all you hunters. No, that's not why we have it off. Because also, I mean, more people didn't hunt than did hunt in my high school. Why you have opening day off is because when I was little, um, again, not when I went to school. It was like the year before I started, maybe, maybe two. Um, on opening day, a deer jumped through the window, crashed through the window at the elementary school that I went to into a classroom, a deer and freak the fuck out. What I'm assuming kind of like this Turkey. And what's crazy is how am I seeing this article of this Turkey crashing through there when a fucking deer crashed through an elementary school with kids in it. And I couldn't find the article on that. I did find a shit ton of other articles about deer crashing through hair salons and schools and fucking all this stuff. Deer kind of get crazy. And it's because on opening day, there's so much going on and so many gunshots that the deer get all turned around, flabbergasted, and, you know, just start jumping through. They get all freaked out and jump through a fucking building. Oh, my mom's calling me. Let's get her on the podcast here. Hello, mother. Hello. Hi, I'm recording the podcast. You're on the podcast. Say hi. Oh, hi, podcast. What's up? What do you need? I need to know, do we need spinach? Yes, we're out of spinny. Okay, we have spinach. And pomegranates. You see, I, I, you see my little spill this morning? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'm sorry about your Pyrex. That's all right. Yeah. I'll, I, I will allow it. It's long time. All right, sounds good. Yeah, get some spinny. Okay. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Side note from the story of the deer. Um, I packed a bunch of fruit in one of my mom's Pyrex bowls, which are the fucking expensive Tupperware. And um, it fell out of my car. I don't know how it fell out, but it smashed on the ground everywhere into a bunch of bits and pieces. And there went my breakfast and there went my mom's Pyrex bowl. And if you know me at all, you know, I'm notorious for spilling shit. So that only makes sense. So it was a sad day. Okay. I don't really want to talk about it. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to try to make a lemon tart again tonight. I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to make a lemon tart again tonight. And you know why I'm saying that? Because the last time I tried to make one, I accidentally had the glass pie dish on the stove and it busts into a million fucking pieces. But I'm going to try again. I'm going to try it again. So anyway, 
this deer fucking crashed through. So that's why we don't have school on opening day anymore. Not because we want to fucking go hunting, but because a deer crashed through the window of the elementary school. And I was reading another one about a city near ours called Coopersville where it actually cut a little boy's fucking head or something open. Cut the boy's head open. How badass is that? They'd be like, yeah, I'm Mark from the news story. I'm the little kid that got my fucking head sliced and diced. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Okay, and moving on to the final news story. Florida's crazy, okay? I don't know if you guys have ever heard about how you should, like, you should look up like Google, um, Florida, what is it? Florida, um, arrests and then your birth date. Cause you'll always find something crazy, but I definitely recommend you should do that. I'll do that maybe for the next episode. So this is what happened in Florida. A man pulls two ears from his pocket, arrested in Florida murder. Two ears, two listeners. From his pocket. So this is what it says happened. There was a stabbing that occurred at a home in Florida. 30-year-old Colby said he was attacked by his grandfather, Ronald, while they were smoking marijuana. There are a lot of things fucked up with this sentence. Okay? First of all, Colby Jack cheese. It's a type of fucking cheese. Okay? Second, grandfather Ronald, no D at the end, not Ronald, but Ronald. And last but not least, they were smoking weed and he said he was attacked by his grandfather while they were both smoking weed. You got to pick a better story than that. You got to pick a different drug. Maybe cocaine. I could see it. Meth. Absolutely. But weed. The calming fucking chill out drug. You're telling me that you guys started getting in a stab fight. I don't believe it, and neither will the police. So Grandpa Ronald, I should say Grandpa, minus the D, Grandpa Ronald came after Colby Jack with a knife and was able, and Colby Jack was disabled to disarm the system. I am so fucked up with how I'm speaking. Let me try this again. Grandpa Ronald came after him, Colby, with a knife, and Colby Jack Cheese was able to disarm the 77-year-old and use the knife against him. That's what he said. Like he, like he put up a fight with a 77-year-old, a 30-year-old. Yeah, fucking right, Colby Jack. Yeah, right. Ronald was found on the porch, deceased, with a shit ton of stab wounds. And while interviewing Mr. Cheese... He pulled two human ears from his pocket, which, yep, it matched. It was a match to Ronald. The ears belonged to his fucking grandpa. He said that he cut off Ronald's ear after he finally confessed to it. Because they also found a baseball bat that was like covered in fucking blood. And they found a large ass butcher knife that was covered in blood. And Colby confessed to it all. He said that he cut off Ronald's ears because he wanted his grandpa to be with his grandma makes no sense so then what i'm wondering is i'm like okay maybe colby knew that his grandpa would be with his grandma and maybe his grandma was a talker so he's like you know what grandpa i'm gonna save you from grandma i'm gonna just i'm gonna cut off your ears for you so you don't have to fucking listen to her and then i'm wondering how did his grandma die he cut out her tongue fuck i don't know 
So yeah, people in Florida are crazy. And I don't know why. Maybe it's the sun. Maybe it's something to do with the sun. Fuck if I know. I really don't. Oh, crazy shit though, huh? Crazy shit. I will keep you updated on my dreams. And if I start working on a stripper bus, we'll know that I manifested that myself in my dreams, baby. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast, everybody. We are coming up on a year that we've been doing this. And by we, I mean me and you. I've been talking. You've been listening. Coming up on a fucking year. That's crazy talk. That's wild. It doesn't feel like a year. Also, I'm like, wow, I've stuck to something, coming out with something every week for a fucking year. That's crazy, too. Didn't think I'd be able to do that. And here we are. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, You can find photos from my fruit bowl that's shattered. And I'm going to post that fucking lemon tart that I make tonight on the podcast Instagram. So go ahead and peek it out there. Remember, you can also like us on Facebook. I post videos and shit on there. Uh, And you can still buy merchandise at alexstantoncomedy.com. Stay classy, stay sassy, stay safe from Roni, everybody. Let's get crazy, bitches. One, two, three, four. Hey. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This year, it's a podcast. The B U D podcast is a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast. It's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 buttercups, buttercast, buttercast, butly, butly. The B-U-D Budcast, Budcast, it's a Budcast, a B-U-D Bud. Checking my mates. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are we fucking good? I think we're fucking good.